Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. You know, I listen to Bickley and Murata. Terrific show, by the way. I really enjoy it. Bickley and Murata mornings from 6 to 10. Bickley and Murata. It's the greatest show on earth. Bickley and Murata. Good morning and welcome. Dan Bickley. Sports, man. Sports. Vince Murata. It's a power-packed morning zoo. Are you kidding me? Bickley and Murata. Bigly and Murata. I love this show. This is the greatest show in the history of radio. It's the greatest radio show ever. Bigly and Murata. I hate everything about this show. This is the worst show in the world. Happy Shenanigans Wednesday to everybody. Good morning, Valley sports fans. How is everybody doing today? Dan Bickley, Vince Morata, and the crew taking you until 10 a.m. Hi, Vinny. How are you? What's up, Bick? Good morning, crew. Well, the crew. Hi. A motley crew at that. Yeah, yeah. So here's how my day began. Um, if you have a coffee shop in the general vicinity and you open at 5 a.m., Vinny, mm-hmm. do you think coffee should be ready and brewed at 5 a.m.? Just out of curiosity, do you think that would be a good um, yeah. business standard to uphold? Maybe a little <laughs> prep work to get ready uh, before the doors open mm-hmm. would be good. Yeah, I rolled into a neighborhood coffee uh, spot today right at 5 a.m. Oh, and the to, window I'm opened. to look at the cup here to see what, oh, yeah. yeah, and the yeah. window opened. And I said, hey, are you open? Oh, yes, was the response. And I said, can I just have a medium coffee, please? At 5.09, nearly 10 minutes later, the window opened again. I'm sorry, sir. It's not quite ready. Can I make you an Americano instead? (laughs) And I'm like, it's 5.10. I've been here 10 minutes. You know, if the show starts at 6, let's start talking about sports at 6.30. Right. Right. Please. If you own a coffee shop that opens at 5 (laughs) a.m., please have coffee ready at 5 a.m. It's not too much to ask. It's really not. I mean, you're burying the lead here. I'm looking at the calendar, and today is the first day of February. Why do you think I'm a wreck, Vinny? Why do they need a coffee at 5 a.m.? Come on, you guys have seen me. I've been hanging on by my fingernails for a half a there's, month now. There's no way you did like, uh, you know, somebody turning 21 and there's that power hour or power two hours or whatever mm-hmm. it is now. You didn't you didn't partake uh, ending dry January. No, 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 okay. I'm still good. I right. still, the, the streak is still go, but the streak has been accomplished. Yeah. So you know what? Props to me. 31 days without a beer is a major accomplishment in my world. Thank you very much. And I'm ready for it to end. Thank you very much. He will be having 31 beers today 31 after beers the show to celebrate after the show today it got so stupid about a few weeks in i had some people over last saturday night and i bought some non-alcoholic beer and i was like even like weirded out about opening one of them because i'm like i've gone so far in my streak i don't want people at this little get together looking at me going oh see we knew he was weak correct me if we i'm knew wrong he had no spine there are trace amounts of alcohol even in non-alcoholic it beer. says 0.0 the... percent yeah, that's, they, they now... that's close enough to zero for me Finney. <laughs> but it says 0.0 some some brands now have spe- specified that they are 0.0 yeah yeah uh-huh. but 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 Vinny's right if you extrapolate it you might get 0.0 then there might be a one on the end of there so somewhere. if you drank like there 3, might be a 3,000 beers you might get <laughs> right. affected yeah. 
Yeah, <laughs> let's find out. <laughs> I gave my uh, I gave my little dude actually one of the bottles of non-alcoholic beer. He got a kick out of that. He's like, I can have this. I said, the whole thing. You, oh! can, you can have the whole thing. He's like, whoa. Yes. All the, it. all the gross taste <laughs> of cheap beer without the benefits <laughs> right. of the alcohol. That's, that's the thing. Like, he, exactly. He, did, he, didn't mind the, he didn't mind the taste. Oh, I hated it. Oh. Yeah, no, I, yeah, no, I, again, it's, it's. It's kind of stupid. I, I generally do not do that even if I am trying to abstain, but whatever. So yeah. I did get through it, and we are here you're in be, February, which some, social. which some people call the worst month of the year. Mm. Mm-hmm. It kind of is, isn't oh, it? For 100%. It's short. 100%. I mean, it's short. That's true. Valentine's Day is right in the middle. That day sucks. That day sucks. Love stinks. Groundhog Day. We can quote a good movie tomorrow. Yeah. That's, that's a plus. Yeah. Arizona's so, birthday. Is Super Bowl pitchers and catchers report. Yeah. Super the Super Bowl that's a pretty big deal this year the golf yeah. tournament so sure. newsmakers week coming up at the end of the month Whoa So the uh. Super Bowl and the <laughs> <laughs> Yeah Yeah yeah, that's that's right in your wheelhouse planning. It wouldn't February would not be in my top five months. Let's just say no, no, especially if you're from elsewhere. Like if you're a Midwestern dude, mm. yeah, this is when it. Yeah, this is when the weather is the most god awful. I don't yeah. even like the way the month is spelled. February, yeah, it's yeah, good no February. good. February, February. February. It's a good point. They can't even get their spelling right. <laughs> this month stinks. This is the Brett Favre of months. <laughs> What were you saying earlier I about... A, I just got a weird picture texted to me from February. Oh, my goodness gracious. Vince, what were you saying February's earlier about... he's wearing Crocs. What were you, say, what were you saying... $80 dollars in funds for the poor just disappeared. Wow, where did that go? What were you saying earlier about 30 minutes without talking sports? We're almost there. We're almost there. The Splash. Shout out, Jared. The show, Jared Barrett. The Sports World. The Splash. The Splash, brought to you by Presidential Pools, Arizona's number one pool builder. See why at presidentialpools.com. Sean Payton is not going to be the next head coach of the Arizona Cardinals. Sean Payton will be the next head coach of the Denver Broncos. ESPN's Adam Schefter broke the news yesterday afternoon that the Broncos and New Orleans Saints finalizing compensation in return for Payton to be the next head coach in the Mile High City. The Saints will receive Denver's first round pick this year, which is 30th overall, their 2024 second round pick in exchange for Peyton and New Orleans 2024 third round selection. So we were wondering what the compensation would look like. There you go. Um, Not all that uh, taxing. After a seven hour interview with the Cardinals in Tempe on Thursday, which was followed by a tweet. From Peyton responding to a report from Mark Maskey of the Washington Post that said that there was an issue with Peyton's interview with Denver, the uh, coach quickly responded and said, zero truth to this. We had a great visit. Broncos ownership was fantastic. Um, And now he'll be their next head coach. Reports from Mike Kliss of Nine News in Denver indicate that Peyton will make somewhere between $17 million and $20 million per season as Denver's head coach. Okay. All right, a lot of ways to look at this, and and that would be okay. The implications of not getting Sean Payton, I think, um, I think we all understand now. The Cardinals are back in that familiar spot of being mm-hmm. one of the last 
last people standing, musical chairs game's about to end. They're one of the two losers who still hasn't found a chair. And this is kind of where the Cardinals are again. And it's problematic because staffs have, staffs have to be filled yes. with good coaches. So where do they go? Did Sean Payton use them? Did the Cardinals get timid? They get cold feet? We'll get into all of it. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of ramifications, certainly. The Cardinals search does continue. Giants offensive coordinator Mike Kafka interviewed for the position yesterday. According to reports, today it'll be Cincinnati defensive coordinator Luana Rumo interviewing. Tomorrow it'll be Cincinnati offensive coordinator Brian Callahan. It's been 23 days since the Cardinals fired head coach Cliff Kingsbury, and it's just the Cards and the Colts, the two teams without a head coach. And right now, if you read the tea leaves, it still appears that incumbent defensive coordinator Vance Joseph or Pittsburgh Steelers linebackers coach Brian Flores would be the favorite for the job. Incidentally, they're the only two with head coaching experience on the Cardinals' remaining list. Uh, Another guy that was on the Cardinals' list at one time, D'Amico Ryans, expected to, uh, actually is the new head coach, uh, as expected of the Houston Texans. Ryans has only six years of NFL coaching experience and only two as a coordinator with the San Francisco 49ers, but he gets a six-year deal because... Uh, and that's noteworthy because the Texans have fired their last two head coaches, David Culley and Lovey Smith, after just one season. Ryan started his uh, playing career in Houston and is still the Texans' all-time leading tackler. So that was one thing that was you know speculated upon, and it seemed to make sense. And here we are, 49ers out, and yeah. Ryan's is going back home. And, and that was one of these one of the matches here that it, that has more of a oh that's a good hire kind of feel. This obviously feels like a homecoming, like a like a kinship, and that's gonna I think. That's that's going to help the Texans that have had yeah. a very shoddy short-term history reason. You ain't kidding. Uh, Suns playing their final home game for a while tonight. They host the Atlanta Hawks at Footprint Center. Suns are 27-25, and 25, winners of six of their last seven. Atlanta is 25-26. and 26. They've lost two straight and four of five. Trey Young missed their last game in Portland with an ankle injury, but he is listed as probable t- for tonight. Devin Booker campaign. Landry Shamit all remain out for the Suns' nationally televised game on ESPN, so it's an 8 Clock tip, goody. You uh, yeah, oh, great fella. That's Pre-game coverage starts wonderful. at seven thirty on the Arizona Sports Man. app at ninety eight seven. Yeah, you mentioned yesterday we left. There was a lot of trade winds kind of starting to blow, and you could feel yeah. it. You know, you're like, wow, it's a little windy out here. Yeah, and no, no, nothing happened, but you, but it sort of was a reminder that this the trading season is right on us, and who knows when things are going to start to pop? But it could happen any minute. Yeah, and we're a week away from the rumored uh, Matt Ishbia press conference, yep. and eight days away from the NBA trade. Suns will be a man shorter tonight. They will not have point guard Saban Lee with them. His second 10-day contract expired. Over the course of his two 10-day deals, Lee saw action in 10 games, played an average of 17.3 minutes off the bench and averaged 7 points and 3.3 assists. And last night in the NBA... That's pretty productive for a 10-day contract. It is. It is. I agree. Uh, But it also shows (laughs) how thin they were at that point guard spot that he was playing that much. Last night in the NBA, the Nuggets rallied to beat New Orleans 122-1. 13. Nikola Jokic, 26 points, 18 rebounds, 15 assists. Denver remains number one in the West with a two-and-a-half game lead over Memphis. Suns enter play tonight, seventh in the West. Identical record, uh, 27-25 and to Dallas, which is in sixth. The Lakers needed overtime to beat the Knicks at Madison Square Garden. 129-123. LeBron James moved into fourth place on the league's all-time assist list. And he's just 89 points from eclipsing Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Wow. As the NBA's leading scorer. Wow. So. 
Uh, I think I shared this with you. I was with some of LeBron's people uh, by happenstance about a week ago, and they were kind of eyeing last night's game as the ideal place for him to get the record. They were kind of doing the math and seeing if it could happen. Come on, LeBron. (laughs) You couldn't score 89 more points last night against the Knicks? (laughs) (laughs) Listen, in the world of LeBron, this is a big deal. You know what? In the world of everything, it's a big deal. It's a big deal, period. Yes. Uh, there's your splash for Wednesday, February Shut 1st. Shut up, <laughs> Coming up. Sean Payton, not coming here. We'll get into it and what it means moving forward for the Cardinals next. It's Pickley and Murata Mornings, live from the Achin Community Studios on Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Pickley and Murata Mornings, Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Arizona Sports, breaking news. Good morning, guys. I'll get to the point right away. I'm retiring for good. I know the process uh, was a pretty big deal last time, so when I woke up this morning, I figured I'd just press record and let you guys know first, so uh, I won't be long-winded. You only get one super emotional retirement essay, and I used mine up last year, so... Uh, really thank you guys so much to every single one of you for supporting me. My family, my friends, my teammates, my competitors. Uh, I could go on forever. There's too many. Um, thank you guys for allowing me to live my absolute dream. I wouldn't change a thing. Love you all. There it is, right from the uh, source, Tom Brady announcing it, making it official on uh, social media this morning, early this morning. He is done 23 seasons in the NFL, hanging him up. So I guess we can end all the speculation about where he plays next year and yeah. how much uh, time he's got left in the league. Um, I, I Look, it, we'll get back into this big time at, at 630 because we've got to cover the, the Sean Payton stuff. Mm-hmm. This is obviously an enormous story. Yeah. But I also think this is the right decision for Tom Brady. Yeah. And no, probably a year late. No. Yes. I would agree with all of that. So so I think that what I, what I do, it's not what I expected. I really expected him to try to push this one more year at least but uh, but I think that this is um, Tom Brady looked in the mirror and saw that the player that was on the field last year was a guy that was pretty close to being done if not already there and so I think that's smart and I, I just wonder um, the, the well, we'll get into it later. Just, just the relief he must feel now, because you can tell he knows that this is forever. Yes. Uh, First time around, we all kind of like, does he believe in what he's selling here? Yeah, remember the last retirement, quote unquote, and he, he poked fun at it in, the, in that statement. 30 days, or mm-hmm. was it 40? 40 days. It was uh, 40, and it was on this day last year. That is that retired, right? February 1st. February. February. Next February 1st, we'll be talking about Tom Brady, 47 years old, coming back. Unbelievable. (laughs) Uh, Like I said, we'll get back into that. Sean Payton. Uh, there's been so much speculation about what he is going to do, and now we've got some clarification on it. The Denver Broncos have agreed to terms on compensation for Sean Payton with the New Orleans Saints. 
and he is set to become their next head coach, although they have not made an official announcement yet. There's details about everything, what the Broncos are giving up, what the Saints are getting, mm-hmm. and even what Sean Payton will be paid. Yeah. So uh, that that ends the uh, the dream, if you will, here in Arizona, Vic. Sean Payton yeah, will not coach the Cardinals. Yeah, and this was a deflating afternoon for Cardinal fans, especially those that, that kind of believed and wanted to believe in Paul Calvisi's report and Wolf's inclination that the Cardinals were just playing high-leverage negotiations with their flirtations with the Bengals coordinators, and that dream died hard yesterday afternoon. So the question becomes now, um, why is he not in Arizona? Did Michael Bidwill swing and miss? Did Michael Bidwill not swing for the fences enough? Or or were the Cardinals sort of a leverage play for Sean Payton in all of this? Um, I think it's very interesting to me that as of yesterday morning, there are reports that the Broncos were still trying to circle around D'Amico Ryans to get him to take their job yeah. before he took the job in Houston. That's one of the, the real juicy parts of it. And there's been a lot of people questioning on how on Denver, how they've conducted this coaching search. There's been all kinds of rumors and speculation. Ian Rappaport yesterday at 2.42 p.m., Vic, after the news broke, tweeted, Unbelievable. The Broncos spent today trying to hire D'Amico Ryans again before he recommitted to the Texans, sources say. When he agreed to terms with the Texans, they moved on and finalized Sean Payton. Thirteen minutes later, Adam Schefter of ESPN tweeted, Timing of today's two hires was completely coincidental. Broncos were zeroed in on Sean Payton and didn't make any contact this week with D'Amico Ryans or his agent. Denver was focused on Payton and Houston on Ryans. I believe half of that. Hmm. I believe Houston was focused on D'Amico Ryans. I don't believe the Denver part. Okay, so so then so what happened? So if Denver was circling around trying to get D'Amico Ryan's as as early as yesterday or as late as yesterday, then then okay, what is what exactly does that say about Sean Payton, the Broncos, and everything involved here? Was that a concession that the Broncos said, "Oh snap, we can't get anybody." And and we we can't come in like this. This ownership group. Let's go. What fill in the blank was it? Was the holdup for everybody the Saints' asking price? Because at the end of it all, it's not a terrible haul, in my opinion, for a coach of Sean Payton's ilk. When the news broke yesterday, I heard something I couldn't believe. Gambo came out and said Michael Bidwill must be relieved that he doesn't have to pay the price for Sean Payton. And I thought to myself, relieved. And not getting an impact head coach who can turn around your entire organization. What relief are you talking about? Well, and and, and again, so but so the price that was paid for him to me doesn't seem exorbitant. And so, what was the holdup? So was the holdup Sean Payton saying, "I don't want any part of Kyler Murray. I'll do Russell Wilson. I ain't doing Kyler Murray." Well, and was Adam that what this reported was? that that Wilson wanted to work with Peyton, and that might have been a determining factor. Going back to the point that Gambo made, I kind of get what he's saying a little bit, and I can use Denver as the starting point mm-hmm. here. The fact that Denver kept sniffing around Jim Harbaugh. And he made it pretty clear early in this process, I'm going back to Michigan. And the reports that over the weekend, they flew to Ann Arbor to try to convince him again. Mm -hmm. That's one thing. The D'Amico Ryan's report, and again, it was a conflicted report between Rappaport and Schefter. I mean, Sean Payton, from a coaching standpoint alone, if you just, you know, centered on that, was probably the Broncos' first choice. 
I think the other stuff that came along with Sean Payton in terms of the compensation needed uh, and the salary demands probably was a little bit of a turnoff. If he's your third choice overall, you still did pretty well. If if he was asking between sixteen and eighteen million dollars a year, and and the league best gets fifteen, the price tag doesn't seem exorbitant to me. If it was north of twenty, it would. And and if the car and to give up what the Cardinals, the the comp Kyler Odegaard said, the comp for the Cardinals would have been if they would have given up their second round pick this year and what another third. Is that what it was? Yeah. And so again, it's what I, I and I just I think there's a lot of people that it, sort of like Chris Paul when he came to Phoenix. A lot of people really didn't have a clear idea of who Chris Paul was yes. as a basketball player. I, I get the feeling people think that about Sean Payton. There were people yesterday. Oh, well, he's no better than Mike McCarthy. Oh, really? Are, are you even paying attention? So they so do to, have the same number of Super Bowl wins. Well, I uh, uh, yes, they do. I and and again, if you if you want to judge it that, then they're equals. But but anybody who knows anything about coaching knows that that Sean Payton is is truly considered an impact coach for a reason. Yes. Ask any of his former players. I I, I agree with that. Again, I'm not going to sit here and bash the Broncos for giving up what they did. They went down that road last year to get Russell Wilson and they went all in on that and they gave up a ton to get him. They also traded their best defensive player last year Mm -hmm. before the deadline and got a first round pick. And that's the pick that's going to the Saints this year. Um, but hey, they're locked in now. This is this is Wilson and Peyton's show, and we'll see if yeah. they can fix it. Yeah. We'll have a lot more on the uh, coaching searches around the league, not just in Denver, but obviously here in Arizona and the other open job in Indianapolis. But uh, also want to remind you that uh, Big Game Weekend's most exclusive event, Sports Illustrated the Party, heading to AZ on Saturday, February 11th. Featuring headlining performances by Machine Gun Kelly and the Chainsmokers. Limited tickets are available. You can win a pair now by visiting the contest page at ArizonaSports.com. Yeah, we've already had some breaking news this morning. And it's huge breaking news. The GOAT, Tom Brady, officially calling it a career, will react next. It's Bickley and Murata mornings here on Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Bickley and Murata Mornings. Tom, you're leaving everybody guessing. Uh, you said you'll take your time. Do you have any type of a timetable as to what you might want to do uh, regarding your football career? Jim, if I knew what I was going to fucking do, I'd have already fucking done it. Okay? I'm taking it a day at a time. I sense you're antagonized by the question. <laughs> you're scratching. It's only oh, the question scratching. that everybody wants to hear. You're scratchy. I appreciate your asking. Thank you. That was nine days ago on the Let's Go podcast. Tom Brady responding to the scratchy question from Jim Gray, and he didn't have his mind made up at that point and did seem bothered by the question. Mm -hmm. But nine days later, some clarity this morning. Tom Brady goes on his own social media account and announces he is retiring for good 23 years in the league. Uh, and uh, you you look at the, the, the last two years just statistically for Tom Brady. Led the league in completions and attempts each of the last two years. Yeah. Led the league in yards last year. Big statistical drop off this year because the the Buccaneers' offense really suffered. But uh, I'll say it. Uh, I said it before. I'll say it again. This was the. I, I, actually, I will amend what I said earlier. I said this is the right decision. I b- believe that. And earlier, I said probably a year too. Probably two years too late. He could have gone out on top after one year in Tampa, Bick. 
Yeah, yeah. So, so, to me, that's one year too late because he played one year after that. No, after, they, they won I, the Super Bowl in twenty, and he came back for two more years. They got eliminated from the playoffs uh, last year. By oh, the, that's the, right. The I keep Rams. forgetting about that. Yeah, yeah. yeah duh, of so course, was, yeah, I forget it, about that. Yes, yes. It's two years too late. Yes, yeah. I agree with that. A, he had a perfect ending, and he he could add. This is a tough day, by the way, for retirements. Ozzy Osbourne also announced his retirement from touring this morning. Can't yes. do it anymore. So Ozzy Osbourne and Tom Brady. Out of the entertainment world All right. but on does, the same day. Now we can really start to connect dots, though. Does Ozzy make sense as a quarterback option oh. for the 49ers? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Or Tampa. Well, he's Maybe he's he injured, Tampa. so he'd certainly qualify. Throw the ball Hail Mary. Okay, so, uh, so on to Tom Brady. So clearly, um, the video that he shot was very, very interesting. He did it, obviously, right from a beachfront somewhere in South Florida. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it's... It's very personal and it's very, um, it's not polished. And his line that for good is really kind of the exclamation point in the whole thing. So it's it's just really the, the first thing that comes to mind is okay. Well, was this really worth it for you? Was it really worth it to kind of blow up your marriage and then stick around for one more year that was as bad? Con- contextually speaking as it was and now you're walking away or or was this sort of you know this kind of the place you needed to be at the end of it anyways i don't know i i just think that i think tom brady obviously came to the right decision somewhere between that appearance with jim gray tom why are you so mad at me <laughs> it's only the question everybody me? wants to hear tom, tom? maybe he of thinks all people if he retires he doesn't have to do that stupid podcast anymore yeah <laughs> Didn't, and that podcast gave us a lot of content over the last few. That is true. That is true. It didn't help Larry. Larry's still doing it. <laughs> That's right. That's true. So uh, yeah. So this is uh, so this ends um, the the thought among many people in the NFL, not just me, that Tom Brady was earmarked towards San Francisco. That thing became a raging rumor. Yes. Even I mean, from Sunday until today. Yeah. With the Brock Purdy injury, with Jimmy Garoppolo's free agent status, I mean, everybody, not everybody, but a good portion of insiders were convinced the 49ers are going to shop Trey Lance, they're going to find a landing spot for him, they're going to clear the way for Tom Brady for a year and then hand the keys full-time over to Brock Purdy. Yeah, yeah, and so I wonder wonder if in the short period of time between the 49ers' loss over the weekend and this morning that Kyle Shanahan reached out to Tom Brady and said, what do you think, and then Tom might have looked at the face and said, okay, you know what? I've got to make a hard decision here. I don't know. I don't know what led him to this, but I do think that the sincerity jumps off the video that yeah. he posted. And, you know, it. it's – I don't think we're going to – as much as people talk about athletes playing – well beyond what they used to play in terms of physical and age limitations. I don't think we're ever going to see a quarterback play to 45 again. I really don't. I mean, Russell Wilson wants to in the worst possible way. He ain't going to get He's doing it in the worst possible way right now. He's in the wall at his Mm -hmm. age now, and he's Uh not close. Right. I think, you know, Tom Brady, you talked about the realization. Um, The future, obviously, was not in Tampa for him. Most of the coaching staff that he went to Tampa to play for has been shown the door. Um, you know, do you want to start? He started over as a 43 year old when mm-hmm. he left New England and went to Tampa. And I think three years, you play three years in Tampa, you win a Super Bowl, 
you make a pretty good playoff run the second year and the third year. I mean, this is obviously not the way Tom Brady wanted to go out from a team standpoint. But overall, it was a success. Do you want to start over as a 46-year-old in another place? I mean, he he probably looked at that as an option and said, nah, this is not for me. It's time. Yeah. And the safety net that he has, we talked about the podcast. He's going to step in now as the number one analyst on Fox from day one. He's going to displace Greg Olson is what he's going to do. And, and a lot of so he better be good at that because he's replacing somebody who's pretty good at it. Yeah, and Greg but Olson's t- early in his career and is already getting bumped to number two. But, but Tom Brady is also going to be the ambassador. He's going to be the one going to all of the big dinner parties and cocktail parties with, you know, the Murdochs and well, everybody at five. He's, he's going to be their guy. That's the biggest winner in all of this is yeah. Fox Sports, who, you know, when Joe Buck and Troy Aikman leave to go to Monday Night Football, I'm a huge Kevin Burkhart fan. I mm-hmm. think he's a really good play-by-play guy, and they're going to do the Super Bowl, Burkhart and Olsen. But Kevin Burkhart is not a big name. There's no. not that They don't have that, that personality draw just yet. Tom Brady being plugged into that team from day one is a huge win for Mr. Fox. Personality, I agree. I mean, but you get what I'm saying. Yeah, for I know. Name, big name, name for recognition. Sure. Uh, you talked about his sincerity in the video. The video came out right as we were going to break in a couple segments ago. And I didn't want to break in with breaking news because I had to watch it all the way through. Because he seems sincere in retrospect because we've now watched it all and know it's for real. Uh-huh. I... 90% was waiting for him at the end of the announcement to say, so I'm retiring for good. Unless a group of old ladies can convince me otherwise. So come to 80 for Brady this weekend in theaters to find out. Like, I could have just as likely been set up for a Super Bowl commercial or, you know, his new movie or something yeah, that's coming the out. The second biggest winner in all of this is the 80 for Brady people. By the way, those those ladies are everywhere promoting that. Boy, does that look awful. It does. Um, so Tom Brady ends, again, 23 years, seven Super Bowl titles, mm-hmm. five Super Bowl MVPs. Statistically, you know, if you look at the statistics, um, a, a lot of statistics scoring-wise in the NBA, and you look, Will Chamberlain, it just, I mean, just skewed everything. Mm-hmm. Tom Brady has done the same thing for quarterback statistics. And I think you're right. I mean, the the tendency is to say nobody's going to play until they're 45 again. But with science and nutrition and, and hair dye and hair dye and, and Botox and all those things. Oh, there's a, you look at the video. You can see all that. Oh, yeah. You can see the Botox. You can see the hair dye. He so, looks flawless. So that part wasn't sincere. But no, I think that's definitely not sincere. sincere. That's definitely not real or relatable. This is huge, though. Uh, and, and now yeah. you got Tampa Bay looking for a quarterback, uh, even though Brady, of course, was you know a free agent yeah. not under contract. San Francisco, they've got decisions to make now, too. Uh, this has ripples all the way around the league. When, we, uh, when we get back into this, I'm going to share some of my thoughts. I happened to be in New Orleans for his first Super Bowl, and so I was on the ground floor of the whole Tom Brady thing, and uh, it's weird to see it all come full circle. I'll share some of that later. Yeah, I look forward to hearing that. Tom Brady calling it a career for good in his own words this morning on uh, social media. The GOAT hanging it up. You can text your thoughts to the FanDuel text line at 620-620 right now. Coming up next, yeah, when we left the airwaves yesterday, it certainly seemed like there was some trade winds about to blow with the Phoenix Suns, yet nothing happened. Can we expect something to happen in the very near future? We'll get into it straight ahead. It's Bickley and Murata mornings on this Wednesday here on Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Bickley and Murata mornings. 
Well, I guess it depends on who the guy is, right? Who's the player? I mean, um, if Toronto loses three more games on this road trip and all of a sudden OG and OB becomes available, is he the guy, right? I think a lot of that has to, you know, and if that's the guy, then what happens with the next CBA? I've talked about this at length. The extension rules change where oh, you can extend OG this summer instead of waiting until he becomes a free agent, um, you know, in next offseason here. I- that's Bobby Marks of ESPN, NBA front office insider on with Burns and Gambo on uh, Monday here on Arizona Sports talking about OG Ananobi, a guy who was in town on Monday night with the Toronto Raptors, did not play in that game. Mm-hmm. I know there was a lot of Suns fans that were making comments and jokes about, hey, don't let him leave. Don't let him leave. Uh, the trade deadline is nearing. And there was a report from uh, a local outlet, uh, GoPHNX, uh, yesterday, as, mm-hmm. as soon as we were getting off the air, that said, big big player announcement coming, coming yes. uh, with the eyeball emoji. And we're like, wow. And then you start to see these reports about Toronto taking offers on OG Ananobi. Let's, let's focus on that. Um, you're, I don't think the Suns would be able to get a player like OG Ananobi without giving up one of their key rotation. No, players. that's pretty obvious, right? Although there's some people that say, hey, if Toronto's tearing it down, maybe you could get them for Crowder, Sharich, and draft compensation. <sighs> I, if do that do was you the, believe that? I don't. I don't either. I, I don't, because I think the tendency in Phoenix, Arizona, in terms of uh, trades and how fans view them, they seem to think that the other 29 NBA franchises are farm teams for the Suns. <laughs> like, everybody's in the business of helping the Suns uh-huh. win the championship. It's, it's really, you're right, it's universal as a sports fan. You seem to have that real yes. lack of pr- league-wide perspective, right? That OG Ananobi might actually be in demand on other basketball teams. Oh, who yeah. might be able to offer you more than a guy who hasn't played all year, <laughs> right? So, uh, yeah, no, I'm with you on that. I, I think it really becomes a question of uh, how big are they talking and how big are they thinking? And, and I think Suns fans had to confront this this idea yesterday because it was thrown out there in the OG Ananobi uh, rumors is that it might cost you ca- ca- Cam Johnson? And so if it costs you Cam Johnson, people had that moment of, oh, we have to give up one of our own. So, and then that led to a debate. Who would you rather lose as a Suns fan? Would you rather lose Cam Johnson or DeAndre Ayton? And and you can go around all day with that thing. Um, so I, I think that uh, I think everybody here has to realize that if you want a piece, uh, if you want a significant piece added to this basketball team, it's not going to materialize out of not Somebody isn't going to gift it to you because you're a long-suffering Suns fan. True. Um, but that is also, I talked about tendencies, fan tendencies among the Suns fan bases. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we want this guy, but we don't want to give up one of our own. Cam Johnson is beloved in Phoenix, Arizona. There's no mm-hmm. doubt about it. I love Cam Johnson as a player. Mm-hmm. But right now, if you're looking at the future, and you can look at the past, too. The Phoenix Suns did not extend Cam Johnson. He's been good this year. He's also missed a ton of time, and that remains a concern of uh, of a lot of people moving forward with Cam Johnson. Mm-hmm. If you have to part with Cam Johnson to lock up OG Ananobi, I think that's a no-brainer. I, I think it is, too. I mean, do people even know what OG, OG Ananobi does on a basketball court? He plays elite. You're shaking your head no, Jared. Do you not know? <laughs> not, I mean, I don't watch a lot of 
Raptors games? Yeah. Okay. You don't really follow the sports much, He's Jared? Bi- yeah, right. That's right. Who are yeah. you, Shaq? We notice you follow a lot of comedians, though, Jared. I do. How about, how about sports people? I need something to cheer me up after this show. Have Yo, you I heard of Rui Hachimura, Jared? Yeah. Fuchimama? Yeah, uh-huh. Uh-huh. So, uh, OG is a is a big physical wing who can play elite defense. He can knock down some shots for you. He'd be a great fit here, I think. Um, but it's going to cost you something. And listen, I, I love Cam Johnson too. But at the same time, it, it's they're they're in this they're in a little they're in a weird thing here, man. Because it's really what what do we do to serve this year? What do we do to go for it all now? And would it be smarter to kind of just ride this out and not do anything out of desperation? There's a lot of plates spinning, Vinny. I don't have to tell you that. There is my you know what I said last week. Um, my view is still I, I don't expect major change at the deadline. I think that I think and I'm hoping that we are not talking about uh, on the morning of February 10th about Jay Crowder having to be bought out by the Phoenix oh, Suns. I'm oh, really oh, hoping that's please, the case. Please. Uh, yeah. Am I convinced that they'll get something done? Thoroughly, not thoroughly, partially convinced. Mm-hmm. But I, I still don't know if they're ready. Um, and. Well, let me put it to you this way. Yeah. With the very deliberate nature of James Jones as a general manager, we've seen that for the past sev- several years, <laughs> how uh-huh. that butts up against, mm-hmm. you know, what what Matt Ishbia wants in all of this. Oh, yeah. We don't know no. if Matt Ishbia is going to be throw cash at it, uh, and I don't care about the luxury tax situation. Let's be Golden State and win championships. We don't know if that's his style. Um he he might he might be that kind of owner. Can can you get that done <laughs> in the span of a day, taking over a franchise and then turning things around? There are wheels in motion, but I think a lot of uh, of what this construction plan looks like is going to happen in the summertime for the Suns. I yeah, I think, uh, the, and I, I might be totally no, wrong. I, I tend to I tend to side with you because I do think there's a lot of those the spinning pieces and the, the fact. What did you make of the fact that Steve Nash was hanging out with Matt Ishbia? I didn't make much of it. I okay. Yeah. I, I, I don't know whether or not, it, see, I don't know whether Matt Ishby is trying to do a crash course on all things Phoenix or if he's going to roll in here and then settle in or, and then absorb what's going on. We, don't, we be, don't know. You're exactly look, right. A frustration of the Suns fan base is Steve Nash is one of the great players in franchise history who has been largely absent since he left the organization. Yeah. And maybe that's a, a you know something on Matt Ishby's checklist. List. Let's get some of these prominent alumni back in. In, in prom- and, and Steve Nash has worked in the NBA. He was a head coach until this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, he might be a guy that could join the organization. I, I don't know. That, that's do just I. all speculation. Yeah. And, and again, so I, I think it really comes down to how fast are they looking to move and, and when is the best time to kind of load up again if that is what needs to happen here. I mean, it's you, you take a look at this basketball team and, and they've, they've shown some signs of life recently. Six of the their last seven is that what it is, Vinny? Yeah. Six of their last seven, and they still do not have Devin Booker or campaign, and 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 I think there's um, there's a belief here that if everyone's fully healthy, at the very least, the Suns can make things interesting in the postseason. Now, how far is this team going to go without any kind of supplement? I I don't know. I I've I've got I've got my doubts for a couple of different reasons, but I also know I also know this team has got a great fighting spirit, and this team had something very special not that long ago 
that they can that they can maybe dial back into. Uh, so it's it's a it's a it's a confuzzling kind of situation. <laughs> it is confuzzling. It is. It's confusing and puzzling. But and also, you have confuzzling. to you have to consider what else is around in the Western Conference right now. This logjam mm-hmm. probably affords you more patience as a team. If James Jones is patient by nature, you could probably say we got we have an MVP candidate coming back. Is mm-hmm. anybody at the trade deadline going to add anybody more impactful than what the Suns are going to add by reintegrating Devin Booker into the mix? Probably, yeah. probably no. not. Every that, could, that, that could be a, that could be a big shift in power balance. In the modern NBA, though, every team has players that aren't playing right now. It feels like, like I mean, Kevin Durant and Zion Williamson. Sure. Uh, Kawhi and, Leonard, and, and obviously. Well, Kawhi Kawhi plays every you know every every, every third, third game. day. Yeah, yeah, he plays you know, when he feels like it. Um, I don't know. It'll be interesting. Suns and the Hawks tonight. Final game of a uh, home stretch, and then it's off on the road for the next five for the Suns. Eight o'clock tip from Footprint Center. Uh, coming up next, Cardinals will not get Sean Payton. What do they do now? Who's left? And you got to start looking at the clock, too. We'll get into all of it straight ahead. It's Bickley and Murata mornings live from the Auction Community Studios here on Arizona Sports, the local sports leader.